What's up, HealthSource? This is Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of the HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own, where we hear HealthSource best practices and experience sharing from our doctors for our doctors. Hey, HealthSource, this is Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of our HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own. This, this week's guest is uh, Dr. Bob McIntosh from HealthSource of Rapid City, South Dakota. Welcome, Dr. Bob. It's good to have you on a guest finally. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about, you, you know, you've been at HealthSource for quite a while. You've had many different opportunities within HealthSource. So, you know, what do you want to share uh, as far as your background, your experience and um, whether it's with HealthSource Chiropractic, you know, you're a pretty colorful guy. I'm sure you have some, <laughs> your own ideas of what you want people to know about you. Uh, I would say, I don't know. I, I've been, this is my 11th year. Um, and it's my eighth year, ninth year with HealthSource uh-huh. and, um, been able to set up, I, I had this big vision of multiple clinics and, um, through a lot of coaching and good um, refining. I've been able to simplify my life a lot and, um, especially the the headaches, Mm -hmm. uh, of, of running the business. So this is my third clinic. Um, but, and I own half of this office with, uh, Zach Bergman. Mm -hmm. Um, so the two of us, well, there's three of us, um, his girlfriend, him and I, and we, uh, and I practice pretty close to full-time um, this last two months, I've been able to back off and not work most of the afternoons and be mm-hmm. able to get my kids to um, swim, dance, those types of things, because my wife got a job as a nurse practitioner. And oh, cool. So, yeah. So, it, it's been good, and being able to have the system where I don't have to be there 100% of the time has been mm-hmm. a lifesaver. That's awesome. Um, I Yeah, because you've had a couple different ones, but like you said, it... it Yes, it can be great, but it can also be a challenge when, you know, when everything is working well and team is all in place and everything, it, it can be great. But when you start to get thin, spread thin, you're trying to hold down one fort and the other one, you have to, have to go through team changes or whatever reason you have to replace a doctor. And next thing you know, you're scrambling and all hell's breaking loose. And it's, it's, it's difficult to manage sometimes. It is. I think it's, it's a game of of whack-a-mole is the way Alan would, would, would say it back in the day. And it, that's what it felt like when you just yeah. have too much stuff going on. Yeah. And then when life gets more simple and you're able to stay on top of it, it's, it's much more pleasurable. Well, and you're at a different stage too. You got kids, you know, right now that you're trying to make all these things. And so when you are running and hustling and struggling to, to keep all those balls floating, um, it, you do sometimes have to sacrifice that. So it's also a, a thing of priorities. You know, there'll always yeah. be 10 years or 15 years when the kids are done and moved on and off to college that you can go back and start, you know, putting your nose to the grindstone if you want to. But this is a precious time. It's like, you got to have that balance of, uh, you know, why do you do this profession? Yes, it's to serve people, but yes, it's also to provide for your family and, and be there and be, you know, be available for your family activities and stuff. So it's kind of a, a sure. balance between the two. Um so tell me, you know, you guys do some different things. And I always ask, like, what's your unique thing? Because I know, I know you've, you've been just in the past, you've done wellness, um, you've done health uh, talks and screenings. And, and um, you even, I think you even did a, a, 
evaluations like performance evaluations or something with fire uh, firemen like back in, um, I don't know if you're still doing that. So what right now do you guys do that sets you apart or something different? So I, I would say that as far as outside of the norm, um, we do a lot of occupational health work. That I guess would summarize that whole, all of that stuff, occupational yeah. health going into the workplace. Yeah. And it's the difference is basically like everybody wants to do maternity and peds and, and sports medicine. And that's fun, but there's so much more need within our community as far as, and I'm not going to down talk it. It's just an awareness thing in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but our industry is dying. Like they're dying and they're hurting and their employees don't stick around because they hurt and it, 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 there's a longevity issue and then you know every employer comes in they're just like a patient they're either got an acute back problem or they have or they're overworking their employees and then they hurt, hurt themselves or leave or whatever mm -hmm. um and then or they've got employees that have been there for 30 to 40 years and that those longevity employees they need this wellness play to be able to help them stay healthy mm -hmm. and also figure out when it's time for them to retire um, and so it's been a lot of my job. I, and, you know, I said, I backed off a lot of the time being in the office. I've also, I don't not work. I, I'm out working, work, trying to work with employers. I traveled from Colorado to Wyoming and really dug in with those locations. And to, I mean, honestly, we can grow the health source brand and put clinics in those areas mm -hmm. and be able to serve them in, and I went and looked at some of the chiropractic clinics that were in some of these areas and I was like oh my gosh this is like a closet and the image is not at all presentable for an employer and I wouldn't have known that you know as far as their website looks good right uh, but there's a part of our image of our office yeah when you walk in and this company is a hundred million hundred million dollar company and they they're expecting big out of us Mm -hmm. and our image is a big deal and so that's 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 kind of the fun stuff but when we take i mean one of the companies that we worked with we brought them from four hundred and thirty five thousand dollars a year in work comp injury rate or expenditures mm -hmm. now they only spend thirty five thousand dollars a year whoa that's awesome is yeah. it because better better injury prevention or is it better you're treating people and screening people for potential injuries that you treat them on their own before they become workplace injuries. Where do you see the biggest uh, cost savings for them? It ends up being the side of, of uh, I mean, it's every, every employer is different. One of them just needs to triage injuries differently and that's it. Um, sometimes they have a risk and they're trying to mitigate their, their risk and they need to do um, fit for duty evaluations or whatever. Okay. And so making sure employees are fit to be able to do, perform the chat, the tasks okay. and that they need that part. And so, but we don't understand like how simple that task is. And every one of us can do it is just communicating it the right way to those employers. That's it. So that's, that's my world. That's what I enjoy because I know what we can do for one patient at a time. Mm -hmm. What if we did it for 438 employees all at once right. on top of our normal clinic daily services? Talk about a difference maker in income for a family. Right. 
you know. No, that's that is huge, and and we've we've explored it. We've gone through tri- you know trials of trying to systematize something like that, and it's just it, you know I'm sure we'll circle back around after COVID kind of relaxes and things get back to normal because it's been one of the more barriers, whether it's a real barrier or just a perceived barrier, you know. And- right. If we keep the, I mean, I've been asked by employers to come on site and tour. Mm-hmm. to interact, give presentations. They're in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Because they're a, we're a trusted source. We're doctors. We're healthy. We're not going to bring the disease into them. So they trust us. And right. this was a huge avenue that kept our revenue up. Yeah. Well, like, and people are working and they get hurt while they're working or, you know, outside of work. to go to the ER. Yeah. Yeah. No, I said there's, it's whether it's real or just perceived, a lot of people just use that as an excuse to sit in their offices and, and not do anything. And, you know, the, the nice thing was, was that the passive marketing has been able to replace a lot of those prospects. But if you were to able to keep up the active stuff as well, while generating the passive leads that have been growing with more lead gen and, and money into the, the ad spend, you know, that just makes your office that much you know, bigger and better. This is a huge frustrating point for me. And being able to understand how important we are to our community and being able to have boots on the ground and go out and do community events still or these presentations and Mm -hmm. how important they are to the health of the workforce right now more than any time. Like if we just understood that part of this, we would get off our tails and go do more of it. And I, we just cop out and we're like, Hey, no, we can't go do, no. That's not the case. They're still working. They're still going to have safety talks every week. And yeah. there's absolutely a place for it. And yeah. it's just an excuse right now. I, I, I agree. So uh-huh. hopefully, hopefully we'll start to, to take some of what your experience has shown and maybe we can package that up. You know, we just released the new special consult with the workshop because that's been hitting well for some people, at least bringing them into the office. But we do need to get back out again. And I know you've been working and have a lot of experience in that in that area for a while. So I think there's something that we could work on maybe later this year to try to get back to systematizing that and sharing what you have created or some of the ideas and some of the the scripts that you've used to get in access to business and stuff like that. But um, there is a need for it. And now there is no excuse. They, you know, things are definitely opening back up. I, I, if we just talk the quality of prospects, if they're coming in because of something that you did out with them, they're going to trust you, number one. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to do this looky loo uh, as far as come in. See, I went just adjusted because I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> and uh, that's the stuff I want gone. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be gone. I mean, that's an ideal world, but the volume of new patients just want to increase the quality of our prospects. So, yeah, absolutely. And they do because they come from a trusted source rather than just, you know, shopping for the best deal or the, the free service or the, you know, $29 adjustment in x-rays and they just want to get this, you know, introduction. So, all right, got to keep rolling through. So, no, 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 it's good. I know you've been in a, in a growth spurt lately, both in the clinic and personally, you've been doing some things with the mastermind group. Um, what's something that you're working towards new things or something that you're implementing or something that you've been a little you know, reluctant or hesitant to do? Um, going as far as I, I've always had the best life. I've, I've had three years where I didn't treat in the office. And anytime I'm more involved with the office, we always do better. I'm not saying it's, it, it's just, it's hard to coach when you're not in the mix. And, um, and so I just feel like 
I'm, I'm going back into the office more um, starting next week. Okay. And I'm going to be adding on my Thursday afternoon um, times and then opening up my Monday mornings to be able to take and spend some time with uh, our doctors as well and watch them adjust and, and be with them for their report of findings and just really spend more time in the office um, and focused and, and just be on that side of it. And it's uh, anytime I come back from a mastermind, I'm like, we got to change 10 things. And it's like, whoa, you know, let's focus on one, two or three right. things. But masterminds are great. Um, and it gives you just a sense of like, all right, it got simplified. And I just got more focused on what I need to work on. And sometimes you're just stuck. You're between like, if I choose this one, I have to let this other one go. Mm -hmm. Or like, what happens if you don't choose though, you lose both. And so that's the side of, I've, I've really, and that's where I'm like, all right, I know the potential of our office. I know that we can do amazing things. And I just, I want to, I want to see the million dollar clinic. That's not hectic. That's not um, just chaos. I want to yeah. see it efficient. Yeah. Like, this, I want to chase the unicorn. <laughs> well, it gets there. You know, it's just you go through periods of growth and then that exposes weakness and exposes vulnerability or exposes inefficiency. And then you adapt to that and then you start to stabilize and you're okay. Okay. Now you create this void. Now you can step up and fill that void. And then you, that starts to expose other things. And then along the way, like I said, sometimes there's a team member that, you know, needs to be replacement or something happens in the clinic that kind of takes you back down a little bit, but you know, it's just having that, that, that vision, knowing what you want to create, knowing that the plan, that if you just keep hammering and following the plan, you're going to get there. Yep. Um, and we're going to talk about marketing, just, you know, it's something new and different. I think we, we have some gems that we can definitely work towards in that. But uh, my last question I always ask, what do you, what do, you do to keep yourself uh, inspired, fulfilled? What are some of the fun things? I know family is one of them. You've got younger, younger kids that are still pretty active, but what else? Um, any, so every time I, I, I think, um, when I go to the masterminds, pick up something new from Tom Shack, he's always got a new thing, right. A new routine or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, it's awesome because it, all of a sudden when you bring that into your own office, you're up a level in, in being interesting to those around you. And then also your patients. I think that there's an edge there that we always have to keep. And there's a reason why it's health source, in my opinion, and being able to find those new things and, and doing them and trying them and, and being the leader in that area. Um, I, and, and sometimes we fall off our routine and like, oh, I slept in this morning or um, I, I like the morning stuff. Um, I, when I say the morning stuff, I mean, sometimes I resonate with a book that's like, it's about the one thing, like Gary Keller's, you know, mm -hmm. book. And it keeps my squirrel brain, hey, focus on, on the one thing, Bob. Um, but then I'm like, you know what? It's time to go, like, light this thing on fire. And I need some Grant Cardone. <laughs> Ed my, you know, I like, yeah. I, I, it literally will dictate the tone of my life, what I listen to. Absolutely. And it, like, everyone's like, I don't have time to read. I read one book in high school. <laughs> like I just wrote 
book reports and the teachers let them through, right? <laughs> um, this isn't public right now, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, right, it's not going on. <laughs> no, this is an internal, we just keep this internal. So they're gonna come back and, and ask to see your transcripts. <laughs> yeah, so, but like, I, I can't, I mean, I could go through my um, Audible right now. It's just piles of books. Yeah. Um, well, different things inspire you at different times. And sometimes, although I love Ed Milet, sometimes, you know, he gets a little long and it's just, it's not, I'm not in the right mood for it. And yeah, there are different things to backfill that with. Um, I want to bring up something really quick. One of your quotes that you have a tagline on the end of your uh, email. I just, it's, I love it because it just means so much to me. And it says our goal in excellence in our goal is excellence in prevention of the ailments we treat and and just the fact of uh, prevention and and the maintenance mindset but yet we have to sometimes bring that patient back around again to get them back on track for that but the reason i love it so much is because i feel like we're educators first and foremost and so part of them keeping them healthy is educating them about what it takes to actually get there and I know you do that through some of your community outreach and some of your occupational work and stuff is, but, but I just love that idea is that yes, we treat conditions, but we don't just, we're not much better than a pill pusher. If we only treat them to the point of just let it and then let them go. No yeah. long-term, you know, knowing that it's going to take some of their own work that we can do some stuff to maintain it, but they're going to have to figure, you know, figure some new things out in their life to be able to maintain those results to knock that one out of the park. So we do these fire department physicals. The uh, local fire department came to us and said, hey, can you do these? Absolutely, we can do them. Um, I uh, have a nurse practitioner that helps us and we do all, all of them quarterly, but they've always been run through their physicals and it's like, yep, cholesterol's okay. Yep, yep, heat in the cup, no blood, you know? And it's, um, they don't have this plan for next year. They just pass the test and they literally, so we slowed it down and held them accountable to be on the prevention side and be like, Hey guys, um, this is the thing you're working on this next year. If you're not like what's plan B, if there is a plan B, you may not have a plan B. We found people that had kidney function. That was like terrible mm -hmm. found people back problems and shoulder problems that needed surgery. And they're getting these things taken care of now. And, but they were missing this whole musculoskeletal side of things by going to the PAs and nurse practitioners of the uh, local occupational health, mm -hmm. where our clinic is literally now we're going through and, and thinning out the bad problems and saying, Hey, it's time to retire mm -hmm. or Hey, it's time to get surgery and, or Hey, good job at this. And, um, we sat down with the fire department and said, Hey, we came in and we did physicals and we did this post-offer employment testing stuff. We're missing the third leg here which is the prevention piece, which is us going around and speaking the word, right? Mm -hmm. And talking about prevention. This is the whole reason you asked us to come here. Now we can't come up with the money for that. I'm like, guys, there's a major disconnect and I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. If you don't make sure that this, well, we can find a way to do some of it. And so that prevention piece is the most important thing that we can possibly do. And I truly believe that, but I don't believe it just on a one-off scale. I think we can do it nationally. And I think that if we speak the same language, all of us, we're going to, and we track data, we're going to make more of an impact than any other profession in this country. 
Well, you know, we, we always said you have a moral obligation to at least tell them what they need. It's up to them if they choose not to, but if we don't even give them that option and make a compelling reason why it's important to maintain those results, and here's what you can do. This is what we're gonna do. This is what you need to do. And then we'll monitor you over time, you know, wellness care to make sure that you maintain those results. And if not, that's okay. You can keep coming back in because that's how we make money is by you waiting until this gets bad again and comes back in again. But I'm just giving you the option to maintain this on your own. Yeah. And this is what you need to do. These are some of the stretches you need to do. These are the more of the exercises you need to do in order to correct and maintain your posture long-term. If you don't, which is fine, you will end up needing more care from me, which I'm okay with. Your choice. You can do it on your own or you you can have have us do it. I, I think that once we have that honest conversation with them, in their face, I mean, really like sit up knee to knee mm-hmm. and talk to them that they actually go, oh, I finally get it. I just had this with a patient last yesterday. She came in, she just like her disc uh, three years ago and then her disc again this time. And I said, we'll probably get this under control in six or eight visits and we'll be able to, but the most important thing is that we talk maintenance after this, just like you're saying. And I said, I don't, it doesn't bother me if you don't switch over to maintenance. It's a thousand bucks every time you go hurt your disc. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Your adjustment's 35 or 45 or 55 bucks for it for otherwise. So but, and we'll be able to check all the other indicators of dysfunction that are starting to show up along the way to, you know, before hopefully it becomes a painful disc condition, you know, so. Absolutely. Anyway, I get it. The thing I like right. to do outside of all this is I like to mountain bike ride. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. I, uh, I enjoy that as well. And uh, I'm just an outdoor person. So, all right. Got to wrap up. Thanks for taking the time joining right. us. It's been awesome catching up with you. It feels like it's been forever since I've actually seen you in person. So. Um, it was good to at least catch up virtually. Thanks again, Dr. Thanks. McIntosh. See ya. Thanks again for listening. If you want to be a guest on a future episode or would like to nominate another doctor to be a guest, please feel free to email me, Dr. Brady Schuyler, at bschuyler at healthsourcechiro.com.